Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Ah, yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah, now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Three, two, one, recording. You were already recording. I know. That's the new intro. Oh. Hey guys, welcome to Coffee Combo's podcast. It's Kale. No, it's it's Kale with five lashes. It's oh, it's Kale with three lashes hanging on for dear life. And it's Lindsay with no lashes because I ripped them all off when so, I took off my eyelash extensions. I'm never doing eyelash extensions again. We say this every time that we do it. You're right. And then we do it again, like yeah. a year later, though. For sure. But it they look so good and they're so great on a regular basis until you have to get a fill but like the, even the fills are not convenient i picked them off oh see i don't pick them off until there's two left and i have none left like not even real ones left i want to know why it takes two hours to get eyelash fills i don't know and i can't i don't have time to and schedule then they that. itch me because when i get in the shower i like to like be able to like scrub my eyes same and you can't do that right or do you do that no I mean, I do it without the lashes. And how long do your lash extensions last? It depends who does them. The, la- the first time I got them done this time, they lasted like 10 days. And then it was 10 like, days to you have to lay there for two hours or something to last 10 days. And it's frustrating. Yeah. And then a fill is like $75. I don't have I, I don't know. have the time and the patience and the money for that. Me either. It's so. it's a commitment. So I'm off the commitment. I just want my real lashes back. Somebody told me to use Vaseline to grow them back. I don't know if that's legitimate. I don't legitimate. think that's a thing. No. Somebody told me that. So Maybe you just like eat your vitamins. <laughs> eat your vitamins. <laughs> Take your vitamins. Take them. Yeah. Same thing. I'm pretty so sure what do you a think about Philly? Um, I like it yeah. a lot. Yeah. Did you have a cheesesteak yet? I did. I've had two cheesesteaks at this point. Great. Yeah. So. And it was weird because it was kind of like... The cheesesteak that I chose, there was so many different options, but the one that I got. There were so many different options. Well, no, because when you go and get a cheesesteak at the Whistle Stop Cafe, that's not the Whistle Stop. Um, We've talked about that on another episode. It's called, I forget what it's called, but it's just like some little place you literally just have to like drive off the road really fast. It's just like a little hut. (laughs) just like sitting there. I have no idea how Will found this place, but um, it's like you order a cheesesteak and it's just, you just get that one thing. Like it's not, you don't have like all these options. When I looked at the menu on Uber Eats for all these cheesesteaks, there was so many different options of things. And I got one that was more like a sandwich. So it was like, there was all these bread options. So you could get, it said like roll and then roll with seed and then wrap. And I was like, Ooh, wrap. That might be like a, like a, uh, panini? like a, no, like a uh, tortilla. That's what I, I thought. meant. That's what I meant. And then I knew like the roll was was maybe like a roll like (laughs) 
but I didn't think it would be like a hoagie, but it came, it was like a hoagie, but then it had um, mayo on it and it had um, lettuce and tomato on it. Like it was like a sandwich and I've never had one like that. Did you pick your own cheese? Yeah, I picked. Because you can literally pick provolone. anything from like cheese whiz all the way up to like American or provolone. Is cheese whiz customary to Philly or is that like? everywhere um, i've never had that before well philly cheesesteak i think is customary to philly well right? really like, so i think in philly you can literally put anything you want on a philly cheesesteak like when you go to pats and gino's on sunday anything that you want on your cheesesteak you can get it okay if so you wanted like like they have all different kinds of toppings yes is what you're saying. it's like an ice cream place so like, it's basically like subway yes and you just get like whatever yes that's strange to me like Philly connection at home, it's literally like you get one thing. But they why do they call it that and it's not even in Philly? I don't know. <laughs> okay. That's like the Mexican restaurant. It's not in Mexico. No, that's not the same. Mm-hmm. It's basically the same. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what's going on next door. Do you hear this? This is Philly, though. Like I totally parked all the way on the sidewalk and that's normal. And moved a bumper to get there. Well, I didn't move the bumper. I Who didn't moved the, the bumper? I didn't hit the bumper either. Someone else moved the bumper for me to park on the sidewalk. There was a random bumper when we got to our Airbnb, just like hanging out on the sidewalk. And there was no parking. So Kale drove her car up on the sidewalk. The sidewalk yeah. And it's still parked there. And who knows if it's going to get towed. I put my mirrors in, though. So hopefully no one hits my truck. Wait, what were we going to um, say? We were talking about it before we got on here. We want to talk about dating apps. Oh, yeah. And... Um, we were going to talk about assumptions that people have about us. Okay. So this morning, um, Kale's assistant, Kristen, who has put together our entire weekend, um, which was amazing by the way, because I think we pretty much stayed on schedule. Minus the fact that Kale was an hour late to. No, 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 no. Okay. Time out because I didn't mean to be late. So this is what happened. I was at a different hotel than Lindsay and then my hotel had valet, but Lindsay's didn't. Lindsay doesn't have her car, which so that makes sense. But when I had to move hotels from my hotel to her hotel and it was raining outside, I had to go. I had 25 bags I needed to bring into the room. So I needed to drop my bags off at the door. But there's no bellman or or any people that take your bags in. So I was like, okay, I need to drop my bags off at the door go find a parking garage and then come back to the hotel so that I didn't have to carry all the stuff for three blocks or four blocks. So then by the time I like found the parking garage and walked to the hotel, it was pouring. I didn't have an umbrella and I was barefoot, not barefoot, like open glasses. <laughs> no. So I was late because I actually left the hotel on time. Like I followed the schedule that Kristen gave and I was still, we set yeah. the time and I was an hour behind. Yeah. Somehow I so, got an hour behind to go like 0.3 miles. I have no idea how that happened. Cause I had to find a parking garage and then because of all the one ways and shit like that, I couldn't figure out how to get there and play Tetris with the map or whatever. Um, so Kristen sends this, the schedule to us in a group text. And she said, she said, I won't be there today until you get to the Airbnb. So follow this schedule or I'll stab you. Have a great day. <laughs> so casual or I'll stab you. Have a great day. It was literally the second or third text message that I read this morning. And I just looked down at my phone, not really expecting, like I, I was expecting that she was going to send the schedule 
and then just be like, here's the schedule, y'all follow it. But then when I got to the part of the stabbing, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> but I read it. I read it so normal because that's how she is. Mm-hmm. So like she says that stuff to me on a normal basis and I don't think anything of it. So when I read it, I was like, okay, well, I'm probably going to get stabbed. So I better leave. Oh, I have another <laughs> thing that we were going to talk about. So we have to talk about the casual, the, um, dating apps but then we wanted to touch on casual dating okay yes so that was it kind of goes hands in hand right okay so i've never done a dating app also I feel like I couldn't do a dating app be- just because I'm on TV. I feel like people would You're seek me out. For celebrities, I think. But I'm not a celebrity. There's a difference. Well, I know, but I think like if you have, like you can still get it. N- no, because I'm not in that category. Well, maybe not, but continue. So I'm not opposed to dating apps. Like I think if I was not on TV, I would use them. I think but also I'm so awkward that I don't know how I would be on a first date. Like I don't eat in front of someone for like 10 weeks. What? No, like do not take me out on a date where I have to eat in front of you because I won't. I don't, I don't know. And remember that one time, didn't you tell me one time, like you went in the closet and farted or something? (laughs) Didn't you tell me that? That was not me. No, it was you. That was not me. Like you went in the closet and farted. I swear you said that. Yes, you did. Now you're embarrassed and you don't want to tell people. No, I always talk. I always laugh at myself. But no, that was not me. That sounds like something I would do, but that was not me. Yeah, it was Kale. No, it, um, it really, I've never been on a date. So when did I go no, in a closet No, I didn't and say fart? you went on a date and farted in a closet. <laughs> I'm saying that you were with someone and you farted in a closet. <laughs> that, yes, you did. I swear on my kids, you're not talking. You're Somebody I'm else told you that and now I need to know who right now. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was you. It wasn't me. Okay, she farted in a closet, whatever. Keep going. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. So um, I'm just saying, like, I don't know how I would have a conversation. And, like, even with people, like, friends that I just meet, I talk about my kids all the time. Yeah. And so I don't know how that would work trying to have a normal conversation with someone on a date where I'm just meeting them. Well, yeah. And then you're like. It'd be very weird for me. Well. I hang out in a group setting for, like, five months. Before I'm ever like, you know, I feel like the dating apps to me are it's something I probably wouldn't do. Okay, strictly because I don't do well with strangers. But I guess even when you were dating somebody, that person at some point would be a stranger to you. Right. But you said something about you don't casually date. You date to marry. Okay, so my question is. When you you first how do you know you're going to give them a chance to date them? If, like, I literally knew that I was going to marry Will, like, when I met him. It was weird. But, like, how – so you would meet someone and be like, okay, I could see myself marrying you, so I'm going to give you a chance to date? Yeah, like, I would probably be friends with somebody prior – if I was in the dating game. Right. I would probably be friends with somebody prior to dating them. And then you'd be like, okay, I could see level. myself marrying you. Yeah. And so I'll date you. Yeah. But then if it doesn't work out, then you would do what? I would be mad. 
because then I like waste because so. But then I guess it would be a waste of time if you. I don't know. So what you're saying is that you wouldn't just like casually go out on dates just to go out on dates and know. Like just for company and then you wouldn't. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that ever. Okay. I don't need company like that. I just wouldn't do it because, well, I'm just weird. So I don't. No, I just, I know a lot of people who go out on a lot of dates. And to me. With different people? With different people, yes. And so not that that's wrong. I'm just saying that wouldn't be like really up my alley to do that. I don't think that I want to put do my hair and makeup that to, many times. Oh, I definitely don't. <laughs> like, no. I'm not going to do that. Like, are you cool with Taco um, Bell? <laughs> we can sit in the parking lot and eat yeah. Taco Bell. Really um, I would be curious. I mean, part of me wants to try casual dating just to see what it's like. But, but I don't that think that I like could talk you? to people. No, like, I don't have anything in common. You know, like, How I have. How do you know that you don't have anything in common? I have four fucking kids. I don't have, in, I don't have anything in common with any man. Because I'm not going to date someone that has kids. I'm just not going to do it. Mm. Like, I will not. And we've had that conversation. Okay, so that's another interesting topic for people who are... Well, first of all, whoever's listening, we need to know if you go on dating apps, if you like them, if you casually date, or if you date to marry. But I guess, wouldn't it kind of be dating to marry, or you think you're dating to marry? I think more people are... They think they're dating to marry, but I... When I think of like someone who just goes on a ton of casual dates, that's like very wealthy people, like wealthy single people, athletes, like they, that's who I think of when I think of people who go on lots of dates. But then I also know people, I'm not going to say people's names, but I also know people specifically that will be casually dating somebody, but go on a trip with them. And like, I would never do that. Like, unless I was in a serious relationship with someone, I'm not like jetting off to Mexico with you. I'll go on vacation with anyone. Like, like dating them or yeah. Or just like friends. Oh, yeah. Just friends. Yeah. Friends with benefit. Like, I love friends vacation. That's another good topic. Yeah. Is that really a thing? Um, That was a thing for me one time. And then I ended up with two children. Oh. So. Okay. Well. So it never really was. <laughs> I guess it didn't yeah. last. It wasn't friends yeah. with benefits for a long time. So. I feel like you can only be friends with benefits if you can put it in proper perspective. Like if you can't, if you at some point get feelings for somebody, then I don't feel like it's, it's no longer friends with benefits. Right. And then do you end it? Yes. And then do you, does it end because one person catches feelings or does it develop into something else? I don't know. Because in that, I don't know. I feel like you have to have the conversation. You can't because you can't, you cannot determine whether you're going to develop feelings for them in a real, with like real feelings with somebody. Um, you can't determine that. Like, I feel like that's like a weird thing. Like you can try to be friends with benefits, but it's always going to turn into something else because you don't know what you don't expect it, but it happens. I feel like you're going to have a completely different answer to this, but I already know you're going to have a different answer to this. But for me and for a lot of women, I feel like, um, sex is so much more than just sex. And for me, I would never have sex with somebody just for a sexual benefit. Does that make sense? Yes. So then... I did it one time, my... and I have two kids with a man, so... So, that yeah. I... No, I clearly couldn't have friends with benefits. benefits yeah. Like, it didn't work it for didn't me. Work. Yeah. So... I just wonder how many people do it that it actually works. 
I don't know anyone that it works for. I was actually watching this thing um, a while ago. It was a girl that was on The Bachelor or Bachelorette or mm-hmm. Bachelor something like that. And she was talking about, I think she also has a podcast, and she was talking about how she basically goes on these trips with different guys that she's been with. And it's just like she grooms herself for these trips and does like all the waxings, does all of the stuff. And then goes and has, like, a sex, I forget what she calls it, like, a sex-dication or something like that, where it's just, like, a weekend of sex and dating this person, I guess, for the weekend. And then they have it all in proper perspective, and then that person goes back to their life, and then she goes back to her normal life. Yeah. Okay, so maybe if I didn't have four kids, that would work for me. Um, Just because... (laughs) I, me having kids, I, like, I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, but Did I think... you see how that would work for someone? So, yeah. Yeah? But personally, I have never had sex with someone that I wasn't... Like, I didn't end up being with long-term. Right. We've had that conversation. Yeah. I don't... I've never had casual sex, so I don't know. Yeah. Like, um, contrary to popular belief. Um, yeah, I mean, I can... Oh, uh, oh, I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I thought so. Definitely. Um, <laughs> Baby number five. But seriously, that to me, I want to know how many people can successfully be friends with benefits. Yeah. And for how long experience has, has been. And if you thought it was going to be friends with benefits and then it turned psycho or something weird, because I could see that turning into like, yeah, a weird yeah, for sure. So we wanted to do um, an assumptions about us. So these are some of the assumptions that people posted on the Instagram. One of them is, I don't know who this is for, but one of them is, I'd assume that you don't go to sleep and you always, you seem to always be go, go, go. We can both answer that. Go ahead. Um, No, I sleep a lot. I don't sleep at all. <laughs> I would love to be able to sleep, but now that I have Creed, I mean, he has me up three to four times an, a night, and then I have four kids, and all my kids play sports or have like some type of activity. So, um, there are there are definitely days that like four o'clock hits me, and I'm like, oh my god, I if I don't take a nap, I'm gonna die. But um, you know, I can't because I have the kids running around, so it's just not a thing. Maybe that's why I'm not like a mom of like multiples that need help yeah yeah like i could take a nap and jackson would be perfectly fine right to just be hanging out right but on sundays i take a nap every sunday afternoon we go on a long walk we go and have lunch come home i shower and i take i turn on lifetime and i take a nap every sunday that's amazing it's literally an amazing life and really any other day, like if I catch some time, I'm going to catch some Z's. You know? Yeah. And then Jackson went to Will's parents for the first time since COVID, um, either last weekend or the weekend before. I think it was last weekend. And I basically slept all weekend. That's amazing. See, that's like the one thing that I will say, like without my kids, if I'm anywhere without my kids, I will sleep. Sleep. Yeah. Except you didn't last night. Yeah, I think just because now that I'm on Creed's schedule, I feel like I wake up when he wakes up, even though he's not with me. Yeah. Um, but I did take a nap last week. Well, see, 
See, the fact that you have to say like a week ago I took a nap. <laughs> it was a it was a late nap, so I kind of struggled because it was from three to five. And I don't like to take late naps because then I can't fall asleep at night when I need to sleep when Creed sleeps. So that was a little rough for me, but I needed it to even just get through bedtime, like dinner time and bedtime. I needed it. So I was Wait, thankful for that. Taking naps with our kids yet? Yes. We did? Yes. When did we talk about that? I think on two episodes ago. Okay, because I was going to say, that life was really good. When Jackson was taking those naps, I really thoroughly enjoyed sleeping every afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. But then I did have a hard time going to sleep at night because then it's like, okay, well, I've slept for like three hours in the day. Right. So now I'm wide awake. But this morning when I woke up, um, since... Will didn't help Jackson with his spelling words. I had to recheck to make sure that he knew what he was doing before he went to school. So that was at like 6.30 this morning. And then I took a nap before I ever woke up because I woke up at 6.30. Yeah. And then I went back to sleep. Like I reset my alarm. Uh Uh-huh. And then woke up at 7.30. Oh. And then when my alarm went off at 7.45, I realized, oh shit, I need to get in the shower because Kristen's going to kill me. <laughs> She's going to stab you? And then I got the stabbing text. Right. So, so you were at, you were very on point with that yeah, one. So then there was that. So what's the next thing? The next one is that you don't cook. I'm, I'm thinking that this one might be directed towards me. Um, and I definitely do like... Some weeks I cook three times a week. Some weeks I don't cook at all. I, I, I made those raw hamburgers the other day. <laughs> okay, first of all, Isaac's hamburger was cooked all the way through. Thank you. Um, mine was just not all the way cooked. But no, I do cook. I think it just depends on the week how much I cook. So some sometimes I really do have weeks where I don't have time to cook. And some weeks I cook five nights. Like, it really just depends. I'm only one fucking person. So... I don't know what y'all want from me. you've got a lot of people to feed and a lot of places to be with that many Yeah, kids. well, and all my kids like different things. And we've talked about this. And I'm not going to, you know. Sure, cook it. No. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where it really depends on the week. And I think at some point in my lifetime when I ha- I'm with a partner long term, I hope that we can share responsibilities. And that can be something that we work on. Because I do think that cooking more is better for everyone. So, um that would be something that I would like to have like in a relationship moving forward. Do you want me to answer that question? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I definitely cook, um, mostly crock pot stuff Mm -hmm. and we're going to be bringing you guys several recipes, um, and like how to's how to do it. Cause it's super easy. Um, Will does cook too, which makes it nice. Right. Talking about having like a partner, Mm -hmm. but his food's a little janky, but it's okay. Like, (laughs) Like what's janky? Well, like he tries to. I'm not a big fan of like chicken thighs. Oh and no! He tries to like cook chicken thighs in the Instapot, and he's like, "Oh, it's so good!" And it's like that sounds awful. Yeah, it's actually awful. Sorry, Will. Um, so yeah, normally I try to steer clear of Will's cooking, other than the Mexican bowls. He does a pretty good job on that. Um, but yeah, I I actually enjoy cooking. But a lot of times, do you ever feel like if you don't have to do like if you feel like you have to cook then you don't want to. But if you feel like it's it's something like optional that you can do, then you want to do it. I don't like when anything that I feel like I have to do, I literally make it a point to not do it. And that goes for everything in my life. And um, especially like work. If you tell me I have to do something, I'm going to literally fight you on it. So no, <laughs> that's a no from me. Um 
Someone said Lindsay needs more life experiences and that I'm too forgiving. So what does that mean? More life experiences. Mm, they think I'm that you're sure. privileged. Like maybe I'm prude. Prude. I don't know. Prude. Like. I don't agree. I don't agree. I think that's a choice. And I think that that's how you were raised. So how can you be at fault for that? I don't know. Sheltered. I, like, yeah, I would agree that I'm sheltered to a degree, but also by choice. Right. Like I choose not to have certain life experiences because I don't want those life experiences. I don't like, it's not a thing for me. If somebody was like, Oh, let's go to Europe. Like that's not a thing for you. You don't want to go where I'm like, get me on the next flight. Yeah. Right. We talked about that before. So, and it's life experiences. I mean, I've heard it a million times. Oh, you know, you should have dated more. You should have done this. You should have done that. No. Like I felt like I knew. So why would I throw something good away just to say that I had other experiences? I had a boyfriend before Will whenever I was in high school, but that was a dud. So <laughs> that was a dud. I'm going to put that on a shirt. Yeah. So that then, was a dud. So then we move on, you know, to this one about me being too forgiving. I think that's very, very accurate. I think mm-hmm. people do me so, so, so dirty. And I, I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like, if I can just, like... take responsibility for other people's stuff so that you don't have to have a confrontation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But people don't know that about me. Hmm. Welcome. Um, This is Gail. And the next one, it says assumption that you put up with too many people's bullshit. Well, yeah, I do. But people, I feel like I live like a double life on the podcast. I'm one way and on the show. I'm another way. Like I remember specifically there was um, a time where like all of the cast members of Teen Mom 2 like didn't like something and we all like got together and like had a conversation about it. And Chelsea was like, Kale, you say something because you're not afraid. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, but in real life, people I love and talk to every day, I don't want confrontation, but like people I work with when I feel like I have to stand up for like people who don't are afraid, mm-hmm. I'll do it. So it really depends on. Like you'll have a backbone whenever you feel like the need to do it, like to help somebody and yourself. Correct. Yeah. But in my real day to day life where it's my friends or something like mm-hmm. I, Kristen, for example, like, I won't want to tell her certain things because I don't want her to, like, feel some type of way. And then I have to hear it and have the, like, a confrontation type of situation mm-hmm. where, like, we don't see eye to eye. You're like that with me too, though. Yeah. I don't like it. I'd rather yeah. just. Like, avoid it. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, what's the point? Be- I don't know. I what's really don't. Point? Because I don't want to hurt your feelings and push you away. And then you're not my friend anymore. Well, if somebody's going to not be your friend over a conversation, then that person wasn't your friend in the first place. I don't know. I think there's a big difference. And I've talked about this before. It's like an approach, right? Like if you're having a conversation with somebody, you can have a conversation without it being a confrontation based off of your delivery. So if it's like you're having a conversation about something and you're like, well, you know, I just wanted to bring this to your attention because this is how this made me feel. And like no hard feelings or anything. And I don't harbor resentment. But this is like how I feel. But then if you come in guns blazing in something and it's like, you know, F you, like 
I hate you. Or yeah. Whatever, and then you like try to take that back. I just feel like that's not really the way to approach a situation ever. Not that I haven't approached situations that way, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Right. I have learned that having a conversation versus having a confrontation is like works nine out of 10 times. Okay. I'll work on it. I'll, ta- I'll definitely work on it. I will. I'll tackle that. Um, what's the next one? You both are highly focused on your weight and size. I don't ever focus on my weight or size, actually. No, you really don't. Mm-hmm. You really don't. I've never heard you talk about it. No, I really don't. In any like way. No, it's, and that's the crazy thing because I used to get messages all the time because we started the show. What what people saw. Um, Early on was the pilot that I was pregnant and nobody knew. And then once we started filming, I had just had Jackson. And I feel like I was super skinny because I also was breastfeeding and trying to keep a little human alive. And so you would go like a day and be like, oh, wow, I only ate like Cheez-Its. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But I do feel like that's kind of normal for like a new mom. Yeah, I do think Maybe. that's, Yeah. Common, definitely. And so I would get it all the time. Like, oh, you're too skinny or you're too this. And I look back on stuff and I'm like, okay, well, maybe I was then. But I still feel like I am small. You're naturally petite. I'm naturally small. But I can't help that. But I don't really care. Like, what are you going to do? Try to gain weight? Like, I don't. You're fine the way that you. Yeah, you're fine the way you are. I definitely focus on my weight and size. But that's. But do you feel like it controls you? Yes. You do? Yeah. 100%. 100%. Like it's all you- like when I had cheesecake last night, I literally in my head was like, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, because I know that this is going to set me back. Like I've never been a person to calorie count or anything like that. Do you count calories? Not necessarily. No, I don't really count calories. I just know at this point what I'm supposed to eat, what I'm not supposed to eat, and when I can eat certain things that, you know, I normally wouldn't eat. And I also want to point out on that question too is that because you and I were having this conversation earlier today uh, when we were getting ready, that in the world that we're in on Instagram, the way social media is and whatever, it's like everybody picks apart everything. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're not fully put together or even if you are fully put together, they'll find something that's like ugly or that they don't like. Well, they'll say it's fake. Say, or it's fake or mm-hmm. it's, you know, like your nose job is ugly or... You should get a nose job. Yeah. yeah. And makes you want to be focused on that stuff because then you think like oh wow like is that something that's wrong with me that I didn't really think about before yeah you know but the fucked up part is it's not going to slow down so we might as well just get used to it I feel like okay this is a funny one because we didn't know what this was so we googled it yeah Lindsay has a Monica closet so I initially thought this was like a super organized closet which is me because I have like the organization stuff and I had someone come to my house and like literally do all my stuff. But, um, yours is so much more organized than mine, but we, we Googled Monica closet and it's actually shit like falling out of the closet. Do you have one of those closets? No, I don't have one of those closets (laughs) in my house at all. That's how Lincoln lives. Literally. A junk drawer. Yes, I do have one. And like what's in it? Probably random batteries, broken sunglasses, maybe keys to like three houses ago. Um, I don't know. Random like Velcro, maybe a condom. Who knows? Probably not condoms. 
I don't have a junk drawer because I feel like all of those things that you just listed are things that you don't need anyway. So what's the purpose of keeping them in a junk drawer? Well, I think it just happens. It's just like collectively I'm like, okay, I got to clean my counters. I have this thing where like when I feel like anything is out of control, the first thing I do is clean off my countertops. Like I like literally twitch until I, and if I don't know where it goes, if that like random thing that like maybe goes to something else, I'll throw it in the junk drawer. So then that's funny that you say that because I, if I, I would rather, and this drives Will nuts about me. I'll have stuff laying out all over the counters and like different piles of stuff. And I might not get to it like right that second, put it away, but it's aggravating him. And he's like, why is all of this shit on the counter? I can't with the, no, I can't. That's like the first thing that I do. And so in therapy, that's what we've been working on is like, when your life is out of control, you cannot clean the countertops. Like my therapist is like, do not clean the countertop. But I'm like, oh, like my head is spinning. I got to clean them. And I have so much counter space that it's like, there's just shit everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, so it literally drives Will nuts. He's like, and he'll just like. He doesn't want it on the counters. He doesn't want it on the counters. If it was somewhere else, would it bother him? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. But also messy too. Like, I feel like he would have junk drawers. I feel like me and him sound like the same Same. person. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the same. It's like I'm very messy, but like also organized in other areas. It's weird. But I feel like it's fake organized because it's like hiding it in a junk drawer or it's like organized junk and i tell him i'm like what's the point of me putting all this stuff in a junk drawer for me then to have to go through the fucking junk drawer to put it all where so where do you put it in the trash no i will just leave it in piles until i get to where i need it to go so like i have this thing where like i'll place things on the stairs to go up with me like the next time I go up the stairs I'll take it up but a lot of times it just sits there um that too and then that drives a little nuts because he's like why is it sitting here well because it's going to go upstairs eventually like right now I can think of like maybe 12 packages I have at the bottom of my stairs because I need to take it upstairs when I go upstairs Mm -hmm. and then I just don't yeah so that doesn't really oh what was (laughs) I was like wait where were we um so Monica's closet, just so you guys know, um, the picture that I'm looking at looks like it has a globe, which I don't know why somebody would have that. Um, looks like something that was at school. Um, some lamps and <laughs> some like fake flowers and just like shit flying out of a closet. I definitely don't have that, but I am not as organized as Gail when it comes to Closets. like my closet. I think I've said that before on the podcast. I, my closet is the messiest part of my house. Oh, my room is the messiest part of my house. My room is messier than my kids' rooms. I oh, think I like Lincoln and I are one in the same because Lincoln will leave his room. His closet doors will be open. The lights will be on. The drawers will be out of all of his dressers. He'll leave toothpaste all in the sink and wet towels on his dresser. And it drives me nuts. But I'm like, I literally can't even get mad because this is me. This is me. You're the same person. Yep. So, but my closets in like the bathrooms and like regular, like other closets are like labeled. Yeah. See, no, no. Like my closets are organized. My closets other than my side of the closet and Will and I have a like, I don't know what type of closet they call it, but it's like you walk in and it's like all the way open, but then there's like a divider down the middle. Okay. He has a whole side and I have a whole side. His side is like color coordinated perfect you go in there and find anything everything looks super crisp and then 
my side of the closet literally looks like Hurricane Sally came through there and destroyed everything. I could not picture you with a closet like I that. I try on clothes and then I don't like something. And you just throw day, it back and in. And I just like throw it on the floor. And then I'll get something in the mail and I'll take it out of the box because I hate cardboard boxes laying around my house. So then I'll like take it out of the box and then I'll throw it on my closet floor. I can't picture you living like that. But why am I that way? I think a lot of people, like I have a chair in my bathroom and it's like Everybody the chair. chair. Yeah. Yeah. All my like clothes end up on the chair, towels, anything. Oh, I was going to say the toothpaste thing drives me nuts. Oh, I have Link. I will literally, and I feel like a shitty mom for this. I feel like I'm just like nitpicking when I do this. But like if Lincoln leaves his closet lights on or not even Lincoln, Isaac does it too. If he'll leave his lamp on next to his bed. If they're downstairs, like watching TV or doing something, I will literally call them up mm -hmm. and be like, you need to come turn off your lamp. You need to come take this toothpaste out of the sink. I'm not doing it. Right. Yeah. And I will make them come upstairs and do it themselves. So do it drives me nuts. This is, this might be, um, is that nitpicking? No, I don't think it's nitpicking. I think it's making them have some type of responsibility. Like they turned it on, they should turn it off. Right. I get so... My parents used to tell us that if we left lights on and we weren't in the room, that we had to pay for the power. I okay. guess we would still get the money from them, though, so I guess it's kind of stupid now looking back on it. Right? <laughs> yeah. But I was going to say, does Lincoln have the same rules at Hobbies as he does at your house? Like, as far as, like, picking up after himself and being able to leave toothpaste in the sink? No. No? So he can just, like, leave it however? Yeah. I definitely feel like Hobby would let him get away with that. Well, that's how Javi was. You would say, like, Javi would just, like, drop his stuff wherever. Yeah. Oh, my God. He would come home and literally leave his shit in the doorway. Like, it was like he would... I'm picturing it now in his fucking uniform. He would open the front door because we always use the front door. And he would drop... He would take his work boots off right there with his duffel bag and literally leave it in the doorway. Wow. And you were like... And Lincoln is exactly the same. How does that happen? I don't know. Like, yeah, no, we don't even, I don't even allow shoes in my house. So that's another thing. I have this little thing in my house. I want to know if this is rude. I have this little. <laughs> no, if this is rude. Line. It's like, it says something like if you wear shoes in the house and you scrub the floor or something. Hmm? And I like put it on my door when people come so they know. So hopefully they read it. Do you have like a shoe rack at your front door? No, I just tell them like leave your shoes at the door. Like don't come in with nasty shoe right i just don't like it in my house yeah and it's like tracking on my floors and i might walk on it barefooted so then it's gonna get on my carpet yeah i, I like my dog sheds so much all over my floors that i don't even think it would like and i have a king corso and honestly well i have king corsos the drool when they shake their head it like is on the ceiling so it's just so it's like all over your house yeah that's nice that would drive me nuts yeah okay this is the next question for you phil you make your own life difficult from what I see anyway. Yeah, I definitely would say some of it is self-inflicted. I would for sure agree with that. I mean, I don't think I like. Like set out each day, like you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm going to make my life difficult today. Yeah, I think a lot of it is like hindsight is 2020 mm -hmm. or like, you know, now that I'm in therapy, it's been this month is a year since I've been in therapy. It's like now I'm finally starting to see that like I it's not like I choose to make myself mm -hmm. make my life difficult. It's like things that I 
am not thinking when I'm making the decisions. And so then it's like, oh, fuck, I did that. Right. And so it's not intentionally making my life difficult, you know, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because I don't like rejection, especially. So like if something, if something is going really well, I like to be like, like if someone's like, okay, I really like you. I'm like, you won't in a couple days. Like that type of thing. Yeah. That's, that's like, you have to be more confident than that. Yeah. I'll like, try. You're going to like me for the rest of your, your life. <laughs> or mine, whichever one of us lives longer. Whichever one of us lives yeah. longer. Yeah. You have to be a little bit more confident. Okay. I'll work on it. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break to talk about one of our favorite partners, KiwiCo. While the holidays may look a little different this year, the season of giving is in full swing. So listen closely. If you have a child, grandchild, niece, nephew, or little cousin on your holiday list, and you think it's impossible to get kids to put down the cell phone or video game and do something that is good for their brain, you're wrong. It is possible. So let's chat about KiwiCo. KiwiCo delivers hands-on science and art projects for kids of all ages, everything needed to spark curiosity and kindle creative thinking, which makes KiwiCo the perfect gift. With KiwiCo, kids can engineer a walking robot, design a paint pendulum, conduct bubbling chemistry experiments, and more all from the comfort of home. Most recently, Jackson and I worked on a kiwi crate that was all about trees. The one before that, we did a kite. And then one of his all-time favorites, and he still plays with it on a weekly basis, is um, making a claw um, from like an arcade machine. He absolutely loves that one. He's obsessed with claw machines. So It was definitely something so fun for him. And he just loves getting these boxes every month. He knows when it's coming. And when he sees it at the front door, he gets so excited to see what's in it. So like I said, your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, geography projects delivered to their door every month. And while they might be unable to go to fun places for the holidays, you can gift them a whoa awesome experience with KiwiCo. I love the fact that it encourages children to be innovators and creative thinkers. And for us right now, I know it's so hard to find new creative ways to keep the kids busy while stretching their brain. And it's just something that I absolutely adore. It's something that I think is such great quality time. Um, And I love the fact that they have different crates for kids of all ages. So there's something for every kid that's on your list. Um, We actually started this as a tradition a couple of Christmases ago. And now you guys have the opportunity to start a new holiday tradition with KiwiCo. So there's no commitment. You can pause or cancel at any time. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects to build confidence, creativity, critical thinking skills, and there is something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. You can get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code COFFEE at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com promo code COFFEE. Next one. 
You hate Javi because he moved on so quickly being... Oh, I can't read the last part. <laughs> so I hate Javi because he moved on so quickly. Um, No, I don't hate Javi at all. Like, I just don't hate him. You've told me that so many times. I just don't hate him. I have a, a weird, unspoken loyalty to him that I have not figured out yet. And I always would wish the best for him. Like, when we were getting divorced and stuff, like, I let him tell whatever he felt like he wanted to tell, whatever he wanted to film about, whatever he made up in his own head. I let him talk about it and drag me through the mud. And I never defended myself ever. It's so weird to me though, that you never defended yourself in that because I feel like in every other situation, no, I don't really feel like you try to defend. No, I I have definitely tried. Yeah. And that would be the one thing that I would think like would be the one thing you would want to defend. Yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But then you didn't. No. And I think. So like why? I think part of it was like when Joe and I split, like it was so messy and just a disaster mm-hmm. and it didn't get us anywhere. And then 10 years later, we're really like we're fine and I'm close with V and like it was fine. I didn't really want to go through that again. And I felt like no matter how much I defended myself, people were going to believe what they wanted to believe anyway. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was just like. I'm going to exhaust myself trying to get people to believe this, what, you know, believe what I'm saying. And they're still going to believe him anyway, because he really had a good image or mm-hmm. has, I don't know. He has this like oh, great image. He's a great guy. He's a great dad. He's a hard worker. And he is all of those things. But like, it was useless pretty much for me to even sit here and try to convince people of, mm-hmm. you know, my side. I've been there. But he, I mean, the truth came out. It really did. I feel like the truth revealed itself in time. It took yeah, a long time. Does. And when we went on marriage boot camp and the lie detector test came out, I feel like in my heart of hearts that like the truth really did reveal itself by itself. Like I didn't even have to do that. So, but even still, like, I don't, I think that everyone makes mistakes and I don't like, I don't hold any of those things against him now. Guys, if you hear a motorcycle in the background, we're not riding a motorcycle. We're just in Philly. Um, yeah, it just, it's very strange to me that I like am still loyal to him yeah. or just like well, the no, whole no, thing no, in no, general. No, no, not, not that you're still loyal to him, just the whole situation in general, like the way that it all played out. I feel like you being the kill that I know would defend yourself in some way or be like, oh, and I didn't, that happened, or, you know, I still haven't. I don't feel like I really have Especially told you have proof, you know, like if you know that you have like proof of something, mm-hmm then I feel like you would try to prove that that is true or show that that is true. Yeah. But then you just didn't. I don't know why. Like you just... I don't really have an answer for that. You over, Kale. <laughs> over. Okay. You can fly by the seat of your pants and plans on a trip, but Lindsay has to plan every hour. Interesting. Um, actually, on trips, I hate plans. Like, like, I like vacations yeah. or, or like on a trip like this? Oh, no, on a trip like this, we definitely need Kristen. <laughs> She's laughing. We not get anything done. Right. You and I have proven that. Right. Like, remember we used to do these trips for podcasting and would try to do, like, six episodes and we would literally record three? Or two. Yeah. And we were like, well, we're just so tired. We just we can't. Just we're just so fucking yeah. tired. Just, we'll get it later. And then we realized that you guys like the episodes kind of, like, more recent. So when we're recording it the week of our life. And it just makes more sense. Yeah. So and I think we also like recording like that, but it took some time to people to 
figured out, right? Well, recording five episodes at once is exhausting. And I know it's just people will be like, you don't have a real job. It's not a real job. And you're just podcasting. But to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk for hours That's for like five hours straight to talk five hours. Yeah. And there's not enough like content. So we would get drained. And if we were doing other things, it was just like a lot of stuff at once. It made me sleepy, man. I need naps. I mean, I need one right now. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't really like on a podcasting trip or like a work trip or something, then I want to plan. Right. But not on like a vacation. But on a vacation. Like, yes, I will make reservations at like a restaurant knowing that you have to make reservations or you're not going to get to eat. Then yes, I will do stuff like that. But I pretty much like the last trip that we went on when we went to the beach, pretty much four nights that we were there, we were there eight. We stayed outside pretty much all day, stayed at the pool ate lunch at the pool and then ate dinner at the pool and then went back to the back room to the room. And it's like probably just canceled my plans. Or whatever. That's the opposite for me. Like when I'm on vacation, I'm want to be up at 6am and I go explore every fucking thing that I can. If that's like excursions, like just everything. And I want to be back in the room by like seven, eight o'clock to like eat dinner and like decompress and then do it again. On Like that's my thing. Like I just, we would do the op- total opposite thing. Like you'd be by the pool relaxing and I would be out like climbing mountains. Yeah. Or I would be trying to get like the Instagram picture of like, <laughs> like the girl like laying in the bed of sharks, you know? Yeah. And you would be like swimming with them, trying to like yeah. pet them and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I would be trying not to hyperventilate. Yeah. No, I, that's like when we were in Costa Rica last year, um, I went with Leah and she was like, I like planned this like huge excursion for like the last day that we were there. And she just like, didn't want to go. And I was just like trying to explain to her, like, this is the biggest excursion we're going to do. We're in Costa Rica. Like we need to do it. We're going to hike in the rainforest and we're going to go zip lining and we're going to rappel down a mountain. And like, you have to be there. Yeah, it was awesome. It was f- fucking phenomenal. And I she missed it. She fucking missed it. I would not rappel down a mountain. Oh, it was amazing. We actually ziplined through a waterfall. It was no, amazing. Yeah, I would maybe zipline. And like yeah. when we were hiking, they have like really, really poisonous frogs there. Mm-hmm. And we saw one and we saw like um, a web full of baby tarantulas. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, See, so it was fucking sick. But I would never take hiking boots on a vacation. And that's another interesting What do you topic. mean? Like I would never, like that would not be a thing for me. That's like not a vacation for you. Vacation for me, like if I'm hiking. So would you go hiking? I would go on a walk, (laughs) like on the beach. Okay. Like, you know, use my Apple Watch and get like some three miles in, and then go back to the pool. Oh. You know. Right. I might put on my Apple Watch, Mm -hmm. drink a margarita, and keep walking around the pool until I get three miles. Okay. Or like some weird stuff like that. Okay. Not be going hiking, absolutely not. I feel like vacations are meant to relax. But like that stuff to me is like, is so cool. It's like relaxing. But so you would never go, like you're telling me that you would never go to a resort and like stay by the pool and drink some drinks and eat some food and like be in a cabana. Yeah. Like one day or like half a day. Yeah. Half a day. Yeah. That's Like if I like went and did an excursion and it was like over at like one and then I would have the rest of the day at the cabana. I'm still sleeping until like 10. No. And then I'm going to get up and I'm going to like take a shower and put on my bathing suit and go to the pool. No, I think on one trip I did skydive, shark dive, hiking. Literally psycho. Um, um, you snuba. Life like five times at this point on one trip. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's literally terrifying. <laughs> Are you even living? Yes. Again, people saying that I need to have more life experience. These are the experiences that you don't want to do. Okay, fair enough. Okay, we're just different people. Yeah. But that's like why we're here because, yeah, yeah no, I hear you. We're different in so many ways and same in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. But like in, in personality, as far as like things that we would find interesting, I don't feel like you and I would find the same things interesting. No, but that's why we have good conversation. Yeah. Because we both have completely different perspective on basically everything yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much what else okay we sell we say else the same else yeah why is that my friend said we should spell it the way that we say it which is e-l-t-s else e-l-t-s else assumption about kale is you will definitely have at least one more child to try for a girl I'm never trying for a girl and I'm not going to say that I'm going to have another child because I truly don't know. And it's not on my radar anytime soon. I know. And I always say this every time I'm trying to get my life on track and I end up pregnant again. I know this. Are you literally the most fertile? Like, are you myrtle? Because <laughs> I don't know. Like, how does it happen? I don't know. And Lux and Creed are literally they were born in the same week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Must have, like, your, your cycle must have been like really on track. I don't know. Yeah. That's so I. Wait, is, um, when, when is Javi's little boy's birthday? The day before Lincoln. Oh, I thought so. so. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Too. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. When's Lincoln's birthday? November 16th. Oh, so he's like. The 15th. Yeah. Maybe. The week, like the week before, or like two weeks before. Mm-hmm. So basically you're having another girl. I mean, you're going to have a girl. Probably not. I think you will. Okay. Do you think Carol's going to have more kids, Kristen? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Everybody thinks Carol's going to have more kids except Carol. I, this time I might be done. Like this time I might for real be done. That's cool. I've got four fucking kids. Like I don't, I didn't even want kids ever. You would so I just like. To like yeah. Right? Well, so I, when I first got pregnant with Lux, I had bought a Tahoe mm -hmm. and it has three rows and it had bucket seats or whatever. And I fell in love with it. It was great. And I realized that my jogging stroller didn't fit in the trunk. Okay. No real big deal. First vacation. I needed the third row, but there was no trunk. So I had to have the luggage taken to the airport by somebody else because I had no trunk. So oh, I had to trade my, my Tahoe in to get my Suburban because I needed the three rows plus the trunk. So I don't know. I, I'm very well maybe done. And it, with my luck, it would be another boy. And, you know, I'm not really down to have a starting five basketball team. Like I'm kind of over that. And <laughs> I feel like literally like I'm sick of the toilet seats being up. I'm sick of like the dirty socks everywhere. Like I really am just like clean up your shit. Honestly, it's just like Lux is finally just potty trained and I have one more left. I think I might be done. The one that leaves skid marks all over my house. Just texted you? Texted me, yeah. <laughs> Let's see what he says. Oh, got, oh, look at this. I I can't even make this up. I'm not going to play the video. But, like, please. He's sending 
He has a wig. wig. Does he have a wig on? He has a wig on. I can't. Look at my kid. He's wearing a brown wig. This is what happens when I'm not at home. Yeah. No spelling test gets studied for. Right. They're ordering shit off of Amazon. <laughs> Wigs. Did I tell you, did I say on the podcast the other week that I went downstairs? It, it was when Jackson was with Will's parents. So I might not have said it yet. I went downstairs to see what he was doing because he was like missing for a while. And I go down there and he's sitting on the couch with his laptop with a fucking black wig on. <laughs> Like, just for fun? Where did he get the wig from? <laughs> and then I asked, because he had another wig, like, laying on the couch. And I was like, what is this? Like, this is very strange to me. And it was, like, all swooped over the side. He just looked like <laughs> And I asked him, I was like, why are you wearing a black wig? And he was like, it looks nice, right? Didn't I send you the video of this? I sent Kale the video of it, right? Yeah. I didn't watch it. Where the fuck yeah. was I? I sent the video. And I was like, what are you doing? And he had this little brown wig over the side. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Like, I can't wait. He was like, oh, um, I was ordering wi- a wig for Jackson. <laughs> Why? Why were you ordering a wig for your son? Because he wanted to like play like he was Ben 10 or something. And he had, like, Will thought he had black hair. But when the wig came, apparently, Jackson was like, he doesn't have. I just can't picture, like, ordering my son some wigs. <laughs> He wants to be shaggy like Scooby Doo. Yeah. Get him a wig. A so wig. A wag. He thought that Ben 10 had black hair. Who's Ben 10? And it's some show. And then Jackson was like, no, dad, that's Kevin 11. And I don't want to be Kevin 11. I Kevin. Oh, I saw that. I thought you said, I thought you said Jackson was wearing well, a wig. I saw that one. And so then Will Jackson pitched a fit and he was like, I need to wear a brown wig because I need to be Ben 10, not Kevin 11. So Will ordered him. The Who are wig. these people? I don't know, but Jackson really gets into these characters. Like he thinks he is these people. Like That's amazing. That's amazing. About shaggy, his, his shaggy costume. And Jackson wants to be Scooby-Doo for Halloween. And I told him, I was like, okay, well I will be, um, Thelma, no, Velma. Velma. What's her That's name? Thelma. I said, I'll be Daphne because she's cute. Yeah. And Daphne's Daphne cute. like, mm, no, you have to be shaggy. And oh. I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's not really in story. You know, like, I've got to look like, I've got to use a crimp for my hair. Right. And shag it all up to the front. Like, I would look like a lunatic. Can you imagine? And then. You would look deranged. I would look deranged, actually. Um, then he walks around the house. He found, like, some type of cargo shorts. I have no idea who even bought them. Like, I don't buy cargo shorts. I buy little dicky shorts for him. So. Um, these these brown cargo shorts that like touch his knees, which is weird. And then he had a Sky Zone shirt that was for like Glow Night. He put it inside out since it had a logo on it and wore it because Shaggy wears like a green shirt. Yeah, and, and like brown. Yeah. Yeah. And I finally, was just like Jackson. Like I don't know how to break this to you, but Shaggy is kind of a loser. <laughs> and he was like, "What do you mean? And I was like, you need to be more like Fred." Yeah. And what did he say? Like you'll have a you'll have a girlfriend or you know you'll have a good job all these things and he's like shaggy's mm, cooler and i'm like mm, but really like when you grow up he's not i didn't realize that as a child though like i had no idea that he was like getting high and like doobie was smoking pot in a movie. oh see i don't remember that movie she's really cute so i think i'm gonna be her instead i never i didn't realize that until i was an adult shaggy, right? 
he no will is literally the epitome of fred will should be shaggy and jackson can be scooby and i will be shaggy's girlfriend mary jane i don't remember mary jane i'm gonna have to watch the movie i'll watch yeah yeah i feel like it would really fit my um before we go i want to tell you about lincoln's um birthday gift that i oh tell me about it right now i'm looking this up um so Lincoln, I told Lincoln I wasn't going to have a birthday party for him. I would rather just do like the milestone birthdays from now on. Like when he turns 10, he'll get one. When Isaac turns, you know, 13, he'll get one. And then honestly, for the babies, a pool party because we have a pool. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And it's the summertime and it's like we could have like a play date. You know what I mean? Like it's just like not a big deal in the summertime. But the winter ones are really hard. Um, so Lincoln was like, you know, I really want an Xbox. And Isaac has a PlayStation. So I'm like, okay. So I go online. I get him the Xbox. And then there's like a place that you can go customize a remote. Uh, What is it called? A remote or a controller? Controller. A controller. So I'm like, oh, cool. Like I'll get him like a custom controller. And I'm like, Lincoln, what are your favorite colors? And he's like, you know, red, blue, and orange. Did I talk about this already? No, I just know where it's going because it's colorblind. Yes. So I'm like, your favorite colors are red, blue, and orange. Lit. I'm going to make you a remote. Why do I keep calling it a remote? Uh, A controller with your favorite colors. Put your name on it, whatever. And I'm sitting there and I'm clicking around on the colors and like trying to like make this cool controller. And I'm like, what I see as red, blue, and orange Mm -hmm. are not what you see as red, blue, and orange. I looked at him. I said, Lincoln, come here. I said, come pick out what colors you like, because I don't fucking know. What he sees as red, blue and orange are, in fact, completely different than what I was picking for red, blue and orange. What were they? I mean, he mixes up green and orange are interchangeable for him. So depending on the shade, he thinks either the green is brown or the green is orange. Oh, wow. Yeah. So and then like shades of blue can be purple and shades of red can be black. So I'm like, I need you to t- like pick. Yeah. Cause they had like the, um, chart. the chart, the color chart. So I was like, point to the colors that you like so that I know that I can create this with whatever colors that you are seeing as what you like. Mm-hmm. So he did. And I, so he doesn't know like how I designed it, but yeah. he picked the colors and it, I got an email today that it came in the mail. So I'm excited. I'm actually really excited. Cause I feel like it's not a birthday party, but it is a gift and I'm excited to like have him open it and stuff. So, um, when do people start playing video games? Because I feel like Jackson has no interest. So. Um, this is new for Lincoln. The video game thing is new for Lincoln. When did Isaac get into it? Um, probably last year. Because Jackson has several friends that are already into it. Mm-hmm. It drives me nuts. It really does. But I will say, like, Isaac drives me nuts with the video games because Isaac, his whole attitude will change mm-hmm. about the video games. But Jackson's whole attitude changes when he has a tablet. So Lincoln will... Lincoln's first thing is he wants to fo- eat, breathe, sleeps, football and track. Like we know this, this is his thing. Secondary is the game where Isaac loves the game and wants to be on the game. And I'm like, if you didn't do your chores, don't even ask me. And I literally take the cord out of the TV at night because I'm afraid that Isaac will get up in the night sneak and up. sneak yeah. to play the game. What do they play? Uh, just Roblox, Minecraft, Fortnite. Those are like the top three. Yeah, I know. Jackson comes home one day and he's like, I, I want to get these Fortnite toys and I'm like you don't even play Fortnite like why would we have Fortnite toys I definitely will say that quarantine I I really think I went against my better judgment letting them Mm -hmm. play it because that's when I really let them play Fortnite um 
But it was like we ran out of fucking things to do to keep them occupied and it wasn't warm enough to swim and it wasn't like so I definitely probably shouldn't have let them play that, yeah. but I did. So well, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Xboxes and picking out controllers. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Let me show you. Here Mary Jane. Look where we go. Shaggy. Don't remember her. She was in a movie, so I feel like you didn't. I don't think I saw the movie. Yeah, but do you feel like I could be that? Oh, yeah. Throw yeah. some extensions in your hair and yeah. you're Mary Jane from Scooby-Doo. Exactly. Absolutely. I think I'm her. Okay, cool. Can't wait to see the costume. Well, guys, that's all we have for this week. We hope you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. See ya. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.